Isa po sa mga pinakamatalinghaga na katuroan sa Biblia is that Jesus is called the Word. Parang salita, verbo, sabi sa ibang Tagalog translations. That Jesus is called the Word. In fact, this is the world, the Word for the benefit of the whole world. But what does it mean? Isa po sa mga hindi madaling pag-aralan itong katuroan sa John chapter 1. Pero ito ang isa sa mga pinaka kung hindi ang pinakamahalagang katuroan sa New Testament. The Word and the Circle of Life. Yan po ang ating pag-aaral or Jesus and Man's Return to God. Because it is man's return to God that is the topic of John chapter 1. Ama namin sa langit, salamat sapagat kay Diyos na matalinghaga at dahil dyan, kayo Panginoon ay lalong nagiging kahanga-hanga. Turuan niyo kaming mabuksan ang talinghaga na iyong salita. Enable us, O God, to plumb the depths of your word so that we may not only understand but also apply its wisdom in our daily life. At nawa ang inyong karunungan ngayon maghari sa amin. Teach us to appreciate more the value and the teaching of John chapter 1 and may the truth and the power of these teachings become our strength, our light, our life, our salvation. Father, be our speaker. Release us from ignorance. Enable us to understand you more. We reject and rebuke all falsehood, all misunderstanding, and we welcome the enlightening presence of your Spirit. Protect us from evil men and evil spirits. Glorify yourself. Lift us up with wisdom. In the name of your Son, Jesus, our teacher, we pray. The Word and the Circle of Life. Yung circle po, isa sa mga pinakamatalinghagang uh, shapes sa Bible. Even God is described as the beginning and the end. And only in the circle that it is possible to have the beginning and the end at the same time. So marami pong spiritual things, circular or cyclical. At ito makikita din natin sa konsepto ng kaligtasan, sa konsepto ng anak ng Diyos being called the Word. The most basic In fact, the most important teaching there ever is. And that most important teaching is an idea. It is not a story. So it is not as easily understood as a story. It is a concept that we should always try to keep on learning and learning more and more about to appreciate it. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So in the beginning was the one who is called the Word. And we know that this refers to the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that Word was truly God and was with God from the beginning. Yun pong Word sa English na yan actually comes from the Greek word logos, meaning something that is said, including the thoughts behind what is said. It is something that is expressed. So in the beginning was the concept. Jesus is A man. Jesus is divine in God, and at the same time, Jesusness is a concept. It's an idea. Bakit nagkaroon ng Jesus? Bakit nagkaroon ng Jesus Kristo? Bakit nagkaroon ng anak ng Dios na nagsakatawang tao? Bukod sa si Jesus ay isang tao at Dios na sabay. Iyong buong ideya sa likod niya ay isang konsepto that only God could have conceived. This word would refer to Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is what is thought of and expressed by God Himself. Jesus Christ is a topic, an idea, a concept. While Christianity is a very beautiful and arresting story, Christianity is really an idea. It is a concept that comes from God Himself. Indeed, Jesus as Son of God, as incarnate, the Spirit that had become flesh, as Savior, is a person and at the same time an idea. And at the same time, a rescue plan. Pag nakakita ka ng emergency exit, it's an idea of how you might get out of trouble. The name Jesus and the person of Jesus and the idea behind Jesus being born is also an emergency exit. It's a way out. It is a rescue plan. So the whole person and ministry of Jesus is an idea that was with God in the beginning. Pagka ating tinignan-tingnan yung mga kahulugan ng John 1.1 na yan. At kung tayo po ilulundag para po makita natin yung sino nga ba talaga yung word na yan, sabi sa John 1.14, 
the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. So yung ideya, yung konsepto, naging literal, naging tangible, maging, naging material reality. We have seen His glory. So nakita ang kanyang kaluwalhatian, isang pagpapatunay na naging totoong material, yung ideya na dapat sana hindi nakikita at naiisip lang. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So the concept and the person that became the tangible concept, Jesus Christ is called one and only. Walang kamuka, walang kaparis, hindi na mauulit pa. So the idea, the word became physical reality. At yun ang sinaselebrate ng Pasko. That the word, the idea of God became a human being and lived here with us. We saw His true glory, the glory of the one, the only Son of the Father. From all Him, from, and from Him all the kindness and all the truth of God have come down from us. So iniisip ng Diyos, naging realidad dito sa mundo, naging tao si Jesus yun. A born, an idea born of God. That's why pwede mo rin sabihin, Son of God. Galing sa Diyos. Sa Kanya nagmula. The expression, including the thought, the reasoning, the idea, became a person and lived with humanity. Hayaan yung paulit-ulitin ko kasi hindi naman talaga ganun kadali na namnamin at i-digest itong konsepto ng John 1.1. At sabi sa John 1.2, He was with God in the beginning. Therefore, the Word, referring to the person that became the Word, which is Jesus, the expression and thought that is Jesus, the idea of Jesusness, was with God in the beginning. Nandiyan yan sa simula pa lang ng buhay ng tao. John 1, 3-5, Through Him, meaning the Word, or later on we will find out the Word had become Jesus, through Him all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Mga description tungkol kay Jesus yan. Light of the world. Life. The water of life or the living water. No? Light that shines in the darkness. Sabi, ang liwanag na ito ay tinapon ng Diyos sa kadiliman, subalit hindi naunawaan ng dilim ang liwanag na ito. Jesusness was the life and the light of men. And it's even very, very scientific that life began from light. Na dahil sa liwanag, nagkaroon ng mga halaman, nagkaroon ng photosynthesis at nagkaroon ng mga kakainin, yung mga naging mga hayop at maging tao, na yun ang pinagbumulan ng lahat-lahat. And very interestingly, that life and that light shines. John 1, 10-11 He was in the world, and though the world was made through Him, the world did not recognize Him. He came to that which was His own, but His own did not receive Him. So kahit daw ang Panginoong Diyos, ang Panginoong Jesus, ang ideya ng Diyos Ama, inando na sa simula pa lang, nakasulat na sa kalikasan ng kabaitan ng Diyos, ang mga batas ng Diyos ay nandyan sa kalikasan, nung yung ideya ng Diyos ay naging tao, hindi naman naintindihan ng mga tao. Bumaba na nga mula sa langit patungo sa lupa para lalong mahipo, makita, madinig, maunawa maraming hindi nakaunawa. Pumunta daw ang Panginoong Diyos doon sa kanyang sariling bayan, sa kanyang sariling lipi, mga tao, dahil nagsakatawang tao ang Diyos, pero hindi naman siya tinanggap. So Jesus was in the world. The world was made through Jesus and Jesusness, or the very concept behind the person of Jesus, but the world did not recognize Jesus. The world chose darkness instead of light. The Word came to the world which He owned, but the world did not receive the Word. John 1, 12-13 Yet, and this is the heart of Christianity, to all who received Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, 
nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Pero daw sa lahat ng tumanggap doon sa salita, sa ideya, sa konsepto, meaning kay Jesus, sa lahat ng naniwala sa kanyang pangalan, at ang kahulugan ng pangalan na yon na siya ay tao, siya ay Diyos, siya ay magliligtas, binigyan niya ng karapatang maging mga anak ng Diyos. Anong ibig sabihin? Na bago mo tanggapin si Jesus at bago mo paniwalaan, hindi ka anak ng Diyos. Kasi pag lang nadinig mo na, pinaniwalaan mo, tinanggap na, doon ka palang binibigyan ng karapatan na maging anak ng Diyos. Ang totoo, dati kang anak ng Diyos, dati akong anak ng Diyos, pero may nangyari na hindi na tayo naging anak. Kasalanan yon. Kaya ipinadala si Jesus para maging anak tayo uli. Bumalik tayo dun sa nawalang privilegio at status, which is that of being a child of God. Yet some people accepted Him and put their faith in Him. So He gave them the right to become the children of God. They were not God's children by nature or because of any human desire. God Himself was the one who made them His children. Sabi, hindi inisip ng tao yung salvation. Hindi inisip ng tao yung konsepto ni Jesus na ang anak ng Diyos ay maging tao at the same time Diyos. Hindi. Diyos ang nag-isip niyan. At ang natira na lang para sa tao, yun ay tanggapin, paniwalaan. At sabi, to all who receive Jesus, to all who believe in His essence and His mission, meaning His name, He gives the right to become children of God again. Nagiging anak ka ng Diyos muli, matapos mong paniwalaan at tanggapin si Jesus. So belief in and acceptance of Jesus turns a person into a child of God. Pag naniwala ka kay Jesus at tinanggap mo siya sa iyong puso, biglang may nangyayaring pinakamalaking himala sa buong creation, nagiging anak ka ng Diyos. Sabi, hindi ikaw ang may kakagawa nun, Diyos. And you are born not from the flesh, not of man, but of God. Ibig sabihin, hindi yan natural process. It is a supernatural process. Himala para mangyari yan. Ano po ang premise? Anong pinagmumula ng mga ideya na ito? Bakit kailangan mangyari that the Son of God would become Jesus the man and God at the same time? May pinagmumula niya na background because man was born of God. At sinabi niya yan sa chapter 1. Nagmula ang lahat sa Diyos, lalo na ang tao. So God made man. That's premise one. The idea and the expression of the thought of having human beings came from God. Genesis 1, 26-27 Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them. So ang babae at lalaki, parehong ginawa sa wangis ng Diyos. At Diyos ang lumikha. Yun ang unang premise. Diyos, lumikha ng tao, nakamukha niya. Kawangis niya, dahil ang ispiritu ng tao na yun, ispiritu niya, wala nang iba. Man is the spirit of God, made to dwell in the flesh. Made to dwell in dust, in the body that we have. Yun lang ang pinagkaiba ng tao sa Diyos. Yung Espiritu ng Diyos at Espiritu ng tao pareho. Pero ang Espiritu ng tao, pinatira ng Diyos sa katawan, sa lupa. Samantalang yung Diyos na natiling walang ganong katawan, Espiritu lang siya. So actually, the first incarnation, God's Spirit manifesting in the flesh, is man. Si Jesus ang pangalawang incarnation ng Diyos. Pero yung Diyos, ginawang tao, tumira sa katawan, yun ang unang incarnation. Yun ang unang creation. That was God's Spirit housed in flesh. Genesis 2.7, The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. So ang Espiritu ng Diyos, naglagay siya, isinama niya sa lupa, naging tao, pero spirito rin niya yun, kaya image niya. But the Spirit of God was made one with dust, with flesh, to live a spiritual and unearthly life. So dalawa ang buhay ng tao, spiritual dahil may spirito siya, 
earthly at material dahil may katawan siya. Men are those who live in houses of clay whose foundations are in the dust. Yan ang pinagkaiba ng tao sa Diyos. Nakatira siya sa tahanang alabok. Palayok lang ang tinitirhan niya. The spirit is eternal but the body is not. 1 Corinthians 6.19 Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? Kaya kung kailangan paano merong bulwagan ng Panginoon, templo ng Diyos, material, bato, bakal, pero tinitirhan ng Espiritu ng Diyos dahil templo niya. Ganon din yung katawan ng tao, lupa, material, pero nakatira yung Espiritu ng Diyos doon. Kaya nagiging banal ang katawan ng tao. Premise three, God's Spirit in man, meaning man himself, should return to God after this earthly life. So ang Espiritu ng Diyos, inilagay niya kasama ng lupa, naging tao, pero dapat yung Espiritu na yon babalik din sa Diyos. Dapat ganun. Sabi yan sa Ecclesiastes 12.7, And the dust returns to the ground it came from, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. So ito ang magandang nangyayari sa kamatayan dapat. Yung katawan babalik sa lupa at yung Espiritu babalik sa Diyos. Sandali lang silang magkasama. Therefore, that would complete the cycle and the circle of life. The Spirit of God inilagay sa lupa na buhay ng kung gano mang kahabang panahon pero yung lupa mamamatay din, yung Espiritu babalik sa Diyos. Hindi naman ipinaliwanag ng Diyos kung bakit may ganong excursion yung Espiritu niya na naging tayo, pero tayo hindi siyang siya dahil meron tayong katawan. From God to earth, with dust, in the flesh, and then after a while, back to God. Yun ang kahulugan ng buhay. Kaya ang tawag sa atin, we are pilgrims. Tayo'y nakikiraan lang sa lupang ito, hindi talaga tayo taga rito, dahil tayo'y taga langit. Kasama tayo ng Diyos, inilagay dito sa mga dahilang hindi niya ipinaliwanag, pero ang dapat purpose ng life, pagkatapos na yung lupang katawan, ay mamatay na, bumalik sa Diyos ang Espiritu. Dapat bumabalik. Kaya nung si Stephen, nung binabato, ang sabi niya sa Acts 7.59, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Binabato nila ang katawan ko, mamamatay ang katawan ko, dudugo, uubos ang dugo ko, madudurog ang aking buto, Babalik ako sa lupa, pero yung Espiritu ko, tanggapin mo, Panginoon. Babalik ito sa'yo. Kaya ang kamatayan, ang number one na nagpapalaya sa tao para makabalik sa Diyos. Hindi yan kinatatakutan ng mga mananampalataya. Bagamat dahil tayo'y nakatira sa katawan na ito, natural, wired tayo to protect the body, wired tayo, nakaprogram tayo to love life in this world because we are of the world then, dahil may lupa tayong katawan, pero yun ay habang nakakatira pa ka pa lang dyan. Pero oras na oras na namatay yung katawan at nakalaya yung Espiritu, ang pagpapasalamat mo na lang na nakalaya ka na dyan. Kasi maiiba ang yung buong pananaw pag binitawan mo na yung katawan na yan. Pero may nangyari mga kapatid. Ang Espiritu ng Diyos inilagay niya sa alabok, nagkaroon ng tao, mamamatay yung alabok, babalik yung tao sa kanya. Pero may nangyari during the excursion. But sin contaminates the spirit and it dies. Yun ang pumasok. Yung dapat sana, yung espiritu mo makakawala sa katawan, babalik ka sa Diyos, pero yung espiritu ay nadumihan ng kasalanan. And because of that, sin traps man away from God and prevents man from returning to God. Hindi makukompleto yung circle, hindi makukompleto yung cycle, dahil hindi na ngayon makakauwi sa Diyos ang espiritu dahil nagkasala na ito, marumi na ito, hindi na ito karapat-dapat makiisa muli sa Espiritu ng Diyos na puro dalisay, holy. Genesis 2.17 Bakit pumasok yung kasalanan? You must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. Yan ang sinasabi ng Diyos. At hindi katawan ang mamamatay dito. Spirit. Kasi nung si Adan at si Eva kumain ng forbidden fruit, hindi naman namatay yung katawan nila. Therefore, yung mamamatay, pag kinain nila yon hindi yung katawan. May namatay yung spirit. At lahat ng tao nagkakasala, namamatay yung spirit. So niya, huwag niyong gagawin ito. Don't cross the line. 
May isang bawal. Don't aspire to be like God while you are in this body. Kaya ang sabi ng ng serpent kay Eva, when you eat it, you will be like God. So, when Eve saw that it was to be desired to make one wise like God, knowing knowledge between good and evil, she ate. What does it mean to know knowledge between good and evil? It is for you to decide what is good for you and what is bad for you. Yun ang rebellion. Kaya pag sinabi ng magulang sa anak, Anak, papasok ka sa school. Huwag kang a-absent para lang maglakwatsya. What is rebellion? When the child goes against the will of the parent and says, Well, it is good for me na magmoling ngayon, a-absent ako. Yun yung rebellion. Ikaw ang nagde-decide para sa'yo what is good or what is evil for you. At yun ang ibinigay ng Panginoon na kondisyon sa mga tao. Hindi kayo magpapasyan yan. Ako. Akong magsasabi ko anong tama at mali, ang gagawin niya lang, susundin niyo ko ano yung tama. Pero sabi nung ahas, pag kumain kayo niyan, makakapagpasya kayo kung anong tama at mali. In fact, the very act of eating it, you already made a decision what is good for you. And what is good for you, what God said was bad for you. Kaya rebellion yun. At sabi ng Lord, when you eat of it, you will die. Pag i-apply natin sa buhay, when you decide what is good and bad for you, against what God says is good or bad for you, you are rebelling and your spirit dies. So lahat ng tao nagkasala. Ezekiel 18.20, the soul who sins is the one who will die. At ang nakakalungkot, sasabi sa Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Therefore, everybody is dead. Lahat ng tao, nagkakasala, nagde-decide sila what is good for them and what's bad for them against what God says is good or bad. And that kills the spirit. At oras na nangyari yun, na nagpasya ka na kung anong mabuti sa'yo, laban sa sinasabi ng Diyos kung anong mabuti sa'yo, you are subjected to polarity, to dualness, to tension. Kasi, Minamabuti mo na yung minamasama ng Diyos. Eh, yung Diyos ang nakatira sa'yo. Yung Diyos ang spirito. Yung katawan mo ang nasusunod. Yung kasalanan at layaw niya ang nasusunod. Naglalaban, nagiging dalawa ka, hindi isa. And you know the importance that God attaches to oneness. That you must be one. Buo, isa ang loob, hindi hati. Nakakaroon ng paglalaban, flesh versus spirit. Sin versus holiness. Weight versus lightness. What do we mean? Dapat pag namatay ka yung spirito, magaan, aakyat sa langit. Pero pinabibigat siya ng kasalanan, hindi siya makaangat, hindi siya makababalik. That's why it is important for a reversal to happen. Kailangan may mabaligtad sa buhay ng tao para maging anak siya muli ng Diyos. Kasi nung nagkasala ang tao, hindi na siya naging anak ng Diyos. Patuloy ka nagkakasala, hindi ka anak ng Diyos. Ano ngayon ang dapat mong ngayon para baligtarin yan? Dapat mong labanan yung kasalanan. Dapat mong baligtarin ang effect ng kasalanan sa iyong buhay. Yan sabi ng 1 Corinthians 15.53, For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. Tayong tao lang, alabok lang, dapat muling magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. Tayong nabubulok ay dapat Matalo nung hindi nabubulok at yun yung Espiritu ng Diyos. Kaya ang sabi ni Pablo, kahit pa nga daw nasisira ang katawan niya sa paglilingkod, napaparosahan, nagugutom, pero yung Espiritu niya dahil naglilingkod siya sa Diyos, lalong nagiging bata at bago. 2 Corinthians 4.16 Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Kahit sa tingin ng tao, Nasasalanta ang aming katawan, ang aming mga espirito ay lalong nagiging bago, malinis at masigla dahil sa paglilingkod sa Diyos. At dahil sa kasalanan ng tao, there is separation and contradiction between the body and the spirit. Therefore, naging kailangan, it has become a necessity for the spirit to prevail over the body. But how can the spirit prevail over the body when the Bible itself says, that the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Good news, ang tao galing sa Diyos. Better news, ang tao babalik sa Diyos pag namatay. But very bad news, 
Yung spirito niya, dahil nagkasala, hindi na makakabalik, nakulong outside of God's presence. So how do you complete the cycle and the circle of life? Paano babalik yung spirito ng Diyos na ipinahiram at dapat ay bumalik sa Kanya? How do you return to God? How you, do you transcend the weight of sin? How do you leave the body on earth when, it, when man was trapped in it due to attachment to earthly and worldly things? Therefore, the Word, Jesus was born. God has the idea. God devises a way and designs a plan to rescue and to save man from death, from condemnation, from the trap of the flesh, which we call salvation. Which is why there is Jesus and which is why there is the church. Salvation is the reason for everything. Dalawa lang yan mga kapatid, creation and then salvation. Because man and the world that were all created by God were destroyed by sin. Now God operationalizes His plan. What does God do? God sends Jesus. The Word. The idea of how to save man is sent by God in the flesh. Galatians 4.4 When the time had fully come, God sent His Son. In other words, God puts His plan in motion. And John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. The same idea. Ganun na lang ang pagmamahal ng Diyos sa mundo na ipinadala niya ang kanyang sarili, ang kanyang anak, ang kanyang espiritu, ang ideyang galing sa kanya para kung sino man ang maniwala sa planong ito, tumanggap dun sa plano at sa tao at Diyos na si Jesus na kumakatawan sa plano na yon, ay makakabalik sa kanya. Beautiful idea. Mahal ng Diyos ang mundo. Bakit? Nung ang Espiritu ng Diyos ay itinira niya sa lupa. Ano ba yung lupa? Nitrogen, potassium, diba? oxygen, iron, lahat na magnesium ng mga nasa vitamina. Yan ang element ng lupa. Kinuha ng Diyos, nilagyan niya ng Espiritu niya. Anong ginawa niya? Ikinasal ang Espiritu ng Diyos sa lupa. Ikinasalang Espiritu ng Diyos sa mundo, sa puno, sa bato, sa bundok, sa ilog. Kaya mga anak ng Diyos dapat minamahal ang kalikasan. Dahil nung nakiisa ang Espiritu ng Diyos sa tao, hindi lang yun sa tao, sa lahat ng elemento ng mundo, ng material world, nakiisa ang Espiritu ng Diyos. Kaya mga primitive religion sometimes worship God by worshiping stones and rocks and trees. They are wise to know na nakiisa doon ang Espiritu ng Diyos. But, nagpadala naman ng Diyos ng person his son the lord jesus christ para doon ma-focus yung ating pagsamba at doon tayo humingi ng kaligtasan so ang mga tao ay ligaw na wala ipinadala ngayon ang anak ng diyos na tinatawag nating si jesus na hindi lang tao ha i always emphasize kundi isang ideya na naging tao luke 19:10 for the son of man came to seek and to save what was lost now what are the mechanics Paano mangyayari, ililigtas? Siyempre, ang Diyos, just. Dapat ang lahat ng mali, parusahan. Ang lahat ng mabuti, gantimpalaan. Just siya eh. Pero ang Diyos, merciful din, mahabagin. Anong ibig sabihin ng mahabagin? Yung nagkasala, pinapatawad. Paano mo pagsasamahin ang habag at katarungan? How will you satisfy both God's mercy and justice? It is only through the word, the idea, the person of Jesus. And what would be the mechanics of salvation? Jesus, the Son of God, the Spirit of God, the idea of God would be human, would unite with humanity, and would take man's sin and punishment unto himself. Namnamin nyo yan. Yung Espiritu ng Diyos magsusuot din ang katawan ng tao para maging tao siya. At habang siya'y tao, identified with humanity, tatanggapin niya sa kanyang katawan ang lahat ng parusang nakalaan sa dapat lahat ng katawan, katawan nyo, katawan ko, nating lahat, katawan nating mga nagkasala, ililipat sa kanya. Kaya nung siya ay nasa krus, 
Sabi niya, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Because even the Spirit of God, the Father in heaven, could no longer fellowship with Jesus the man and the God at the same time because all of the sins of the world were put on his body. At nung namatay siya, nadaladala yung kasalanan ninyo at kasalanan ko na nating lahat. Nalibing kasama ng kanyang katawan. Anong nangyari? Bumangon ang kanyang espiritu. Iniwan yung kasalanan sa libingan. Bayad na. Because the life of Jesus is greater than the life of all lives that lived, are living, and will still be born. Why? Because while He is a man, He is also God. Ganun kahalaga yung buhay niya. Isang buhay, higit pa sa buhay nating lahat. Kaya nung ibinayad yung buhay na yun, bayad tayong lahat. Naliligtas ang lahat. The plan was that Jesus would take man's sin and put it upon Himself, and that Jesus would give His life, His light, His holiness to man. Palit. Kaliwaan yan. Ang nangyari sa krus, kinuha ni Jesus lahat ang kasalanan ng tao. Sinong tao? Yung naniniwala. Yung naniniwala, yung naniniwala, at yung maniniwala pa lang pagdating ng panahon, lahat yon sabay-sabay. Bakit pwedeng gawin ni Jesus? Because God in Him is timeless. Well, the body that He wore was flesh, and it had time, and limited by time, the spirit in Him is timeless. Therefore, He took all those sins into His life. Pwede bang magsama yung kasalanan at kabanalan? Hindi. So ang ginawa niya, yung kabanalan niya, tinanggal niya sa kanyang sarili at ibinigay niya sa lahat ng nanalig, nananalig at mananalig pa lang. So when you say you believe in Jesus, this is what happens. You say, Jesus, take my sin, let it be yours, and die for it, please. So I won't have to die. And I'm going to take your holiness and make it mine. That will make me holy, not because I'm holy, but because I believe in you. And when I am holy because I believe in you, when I die, I go back to God. That is what Christianity is all about. Pag hindi malinaw sa atin yan, eh, nag-hit and miss trial and error lang tayo sa ginagawa natin sa buhay. Kailan malinaw na malinaw. When you become a Christian, there's a total exchange of composition and position with Jesus. You take His holiness upon you and you give your sin to Him and He dies for it. And then you become free because He died. Kaya sabi sa Isaiah 53.5, But He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him and by His wounds we are healed. Sabi siya ay sinaksak, sinugatan dahil sa ating mga kasalanan. Siya ay dinurog dahil sa ating mga pagkakasalat, pagkakamali. Yung parusang dapat sanay atin, pero naligtasan natin, itinambak sa Kanya. At gumaling tayo dahil nalipat sa Kanya ang ating mga sugat. Kaya ang tawag, Savior. At kaisa-isa yon one and only. There are only two religions on earth, brothers and sisters. Don't be deceived by brands and by names. There are only two religions. Religion number one, and 99% of all religions in the world fall under this category. Save yourself. Yun ang religion number one. Yun ang ginagawa ng napakaraming tao. Kaya pinaparusahan yung sarili nila, kaya nag-aayuno, kaya hindi kumakain, kaya umaakyat ng mga bundok kaya nagpapapako sa krus, kaya kung ano-ano pa, they are saving themselves through their own deeds. And there is religion number two, biblical Christianity. Jesus, the Son of God, is your Savior. Inaako niya ang kasalanan mo, ibinibigay niya sa iyong kanyang kalinisan, that's why you are called a saint. You are called holy. You are called child of God. Not because of your deeds, but by the deeds of Jesus. 1 Peter 2.24 He Himself bore our sins in His body on the tree, meaning the cross, so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. Kaya ang Kristiyano binabaptize, ibig sabihin nun, tinanggap niya si Jesus, inilubog siya sa tubig, inilibing na yung dating siya. 
At pag aho niya sa tubig, ano yung sinisimbolize? Bago nang siya. Born again. A new person. A new creation. That's why you begin to have a new life. Kaya pag yung Kristiyano, tumanggap na sa Panginoon, tapos nagpapaptize at lahat-lahat, tapos bumabalik sa kasalanan, sabi sa Bible, the dog returns to its own vomit. Binabalikan mo yung dati mong isinuka na. Bakit? Pag-atras yan, hindi yan pag-asenso. 1 Thessalonians 5.10 He died for us that we may live. 1 John 1.7 The blood of Jesus His Son purifies us from all sin. So Jesus, God's Son, God's idea, God's plan, God's Spirit is man's Savior and friend. Kaya ba nating maunawa ang Diyos Ipapadala niya ang kanyang sariling anak, ang sariling espiritu. Magsusuot din ang katawan ng tao tulad ng ginawa nung unang tao at ng lahat ng tao. Ginawa din ni Jesus, espiritu ng Diyos, nagkaroon ng katawan. Anak ng Diyos, nagkaroon ng katawan. Para itong katawan na ito ibayad sa kasalanan ng katawan ng tao. At para yung espiritu ng Diyos na daladala niya, ipalit do sa Espiritu ng Diyos na nadumihan na, na hindi na makabalik-balik sa Diyos, na hugasan yung Espiritu na yon dahil sa dugo ni Jesus. This is the wonder of Christianity. That God would go down to earth, unite and exchange positions with humanity, die for man's sins, rise as Savior, and then take people back to heaven through the credentials of the Savior. Pumapasok ka sa pinto ng langit, ang ticket mo si Jesus hindi ikaw. John 5.24 I tell you the truth, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over from death to life. Powerful verse. Memorize it. Sabi niyo, sino man makarinig ng aking katuruan at manalig sa nagsugo sa akin at sa nagpadala yung ama sa langit sa ideya niya na iligtas kayo sa pamamagitan ko, meron kang buhay na walang hanggang di ka na uusigin tumtum ka na mula sa kamatayan sa buhay. Past na yan. He has crossed over from death to life. You don't, don't cross over from death to life when your body dies. You cross over from death to life when you accept Jesus as Savior and Lord. Here, now, or wait, wait, happen. Tapos na. Thus we are free. Ah, hindi tayo nagyayabang pag sinasabi ng ating ako sure na sa salvation. Sasabihin ng mga magyabang naman ito, buhay pa eh, magkakasala pa, tas na, na. Kasi tinapos na, you have crossed over from death to life. Tapos na. Hinihintay na lang natin yung katawan natin bumigay para pawalan yung espiritu nating nakakulong dun. Kaya nawawala ang takot sa kamatayan. Sabi, where oh death is your sting? Where is your victory? Alam nyo, nakakatakot yung kamatayan kung oras na namatay yung katawan mo at binigay yung espiritu mo, pumunta sa impyerno. Hinila pa baba. Pero kung nakawala yung espiritu mo at tumakyan sa langit, anong nakakatakot doon? Pero siyempre dahil nga tayo'y taot, may katawan tayo, takot pa rin tayong mamatay kahit tayo espiritual. Likas yun, dahil para i-protect natin yung life natin. Inilagay din ng Diyos yun, yung pagmamahal sa buhay na ito. Para i-protect mo yung life na binigay niya. Pero kung talagang hindi na maiiwasan, ayun na yung kamatayan, kamatayan mo o kamatayan ng mahal sa buhay, luwagan ng dibdib, ibigay ang Espiritu. Sabi ni Stephen, Jesus, receive my spirit. At kung sakasakaling magkakaroon kayo ng pribilehiyong maghingalo at magdrama bago mamatay, sabi niyo rin, Jesus, receive my spirit. Kesa kung ano-anong mga kinakatakutan mo, ayan, ayan na sila, dumadating na sila. Diba? Ayan, dumidilim na Napakasarap sabihin, Lord, receive my spirit. That's why Jesus, or the idea of Jesusness, is the only way. John 14.6 Jesus answered, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Walang makararating sa Ama na hindi dadaan kay Jesus. Bakit? Eh siya lang yung nakipag-exchange sa iyo eh. Siya lang yung galing sa Ama na ipinadala, kamukha ng ipinadala yung Espiritu sa tao. Ipinadala ito para maging tao, para makipagpalit sa iyo habang siya'y tao. Walang iba. There is no name given under heaven by which men are to be saved, except the name 
of Jesus Christ. That's why it is important for us to share this truth with our loved ones, even with strangers who don't know this. Baka ang mga mahal nyo sa buhay, nandun sa 99% ng religions, they are saving themselves. Eh parang sabi sa Bible, ang ginagawa ng tao kahit yung pinakadakila para lang maruming basahan yan sa harap ng Diyos. It is never enough. Kasi kung enough, ba't pa magpapakahirap si Jesus na mamatay sa krus? Pwede naman pala natin iligtas ang sarili natin. Wala kasing ibang paraan siya lang. He's the only way. Kaya huwag kayong magpatulog-tulog at magpatamad-tamad sa pag-share ng salvation. Sa pagdadala ng mga tao sa salvation class. Sa pag-attend ng mga salvation Bible studies. Kasi kailangan maintindihan yan. Ninyo, ko, at ng lahat ng mga mahal natin sa buhay. At pag inoor-oras na dumating ang kamatayan at humiwalay ng Espiritu, wala nang bawian. Kaya kailangan kumilos habang tayo nabubuhay. 1 John 5.12 He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Ang linaw. Yun lang na kay Kristo ang may buhay. Therefore, the Incarnation. At yan ang pinag-aaralan natin kanina pa, John 1.14. The Word, the idea, Jesus became flesh and made His dwelling among men. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So the work of Jesus Christ is, one, to join man, to rejoin God's Spirit that has become man in the flesh. Actually, may reunion. Nung ang Espiritu ng Diyos na si Jesus ay naging tao, yung Espiritu ng Diyos nakiisa uli. Doon sa Espiritu ng Diyos na naging tao at nagkasaala na, nagkaroon ng koneksyon para malinis yun, masave, maakay, pabalik sa Diyos. So nagkaroon ng ganung uri ng union. The work of Jesus is to connect God and man through Him. Nalayo na yung tao eh. Yung Espiritu ng tao, nalayo na sa Espiritu ng Diyos. Dumating si Jesus. At dahil siya'y tao, pwede siyang humawak yung isa niyang kamay na tao sa tao. At dahil siya'y espirito, yung espirito niya nakahawak sa espirito ng Diyos, sa pamamagitan niya na Diyos at tao, yung Diyos at tao ay nagiging isa muli. At kaisa-isa yan, si Jesus lang. Ganon siya kahalaga. Kaya sa pamamagitan ni Jesus, nagiging isa uli tayo sa Diyos Ama. John 14.20 On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, Jesus says, and you are in me, and I am in you. What will happen if Jesus is in the Father, tapos Jesus is in you, and you are in Jesus? It means you will also be in the Father. But without Jesus, you cannot go to the Father. Through Him, naging pwede. So the work of Jesus is to save man, as we have already explained. And then when that man dies, to lead and bring that man back to God in spirit form. Psalm 68.18 When you, the Savior, ascended on high, you led captives in your train. Ikaw na tagapagligtas nung umakyat ka sa langit, ang dami mong kinaladkad, dinala ng mga tao paakyat. Now what are the hindrances to salvation? What are the hindrances to freedom from sin, freedom from the flesh, freedom from the world? What are the hindrances to weightlessness para ka lumutang at pumunta sa taas? John 1, 10-11 He was in the world. And though the world was made through Him, the world did not recognize Him. He came to that which was His own, but His own did not receive Him. So did not recognize and did not receive. What are the hindrances of salvation? One, ignorance. Lack of recognition of Jesus Christ as the Word of God, as the Savior, as God's way of saving His people. Usually, this also involves lack of recognition of one's true condition and destiny. Yung hindi natin lubos na nakikilala si Jesus at hindi rin natin lubos na nakikilala ang ating sarili, kasi pag lubos natin kinikilala ang ating sarili, malalaman natin tayo marumi yung makasalanan, therefore we need a Savior. Ignorance is an enemy. That's why you need Bible study. You need intellectual understanding. You need knowledge. Kaya dapat ang tao, aral ng aral. 
Another hindrance of salvation, rejection of Christ. One is rejection because of ignorance, and two is rejection because of false intellect and false wisdom. Yung iba sobrang rumurunong, ayaw na rin maniwala. Yung iba naman sobrang kulang ang karunungan, kaya hindi makapaniwala. Parehong kalaban ng kaligtasan ng Espiritu. Meanwhile, what are the fruits of recognition and acceptance of Christ? The Spirit of man becomes a child of God again. Dapat niya ng ambisyon ng bawat tao, maging anak muli ng Diyos, matapos magkasala. Man's spirit returns to its pre-sin state when you accept Jesus. John 1, 12-13, pabalik-balik tayo para malinaw. Yet to all who received Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Nagiging anak ka uli ng Diyos. Fruit of recognizing Jesus, the spirit of man is able to return to God. And the spirit of man becomes God-like again. Mahalaga yun, maging kawangis ka uli ng Diyos. 2 Corinthians 3.18 And we are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory. Ang unang goal mo, masave ka, ipanganak ka muli. Pagkatapos nun, bumalik ka dun sa nawalang image ng Diyos. Therefore, you must grow spiritually. Day by day, you should grow. And every day, you must become more and more like God. Sayang ang bawat isang araw, isang linggo, isang buwan, isang taon, nakilala mo na si Kristo, tapos hindi umaasenso ang Espiritu mo at hindi ka lalong nagiging kamukha niya. Yung iba pa nga, habang tumatagal, bumabalik, nagiging kamukha uli ni Taning. Umaatras. Sabi, we must grow and be transformed into the likeness of Jesus with ever-increasing glory. This is a process that begins at hearing, believing, and accepting Christ. The way to be saved by Christ, siguro naman napakalinaw na niyan, receive Him. Revelation 3.20 Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Sabi ng Panginoon, kumakatok ako sa pintuan ng iyong puso. Sino man ang makarinig o makinig sa aking tinig at magbukas at ako'y papasukin, papasok ako, uupo sa mesa at kakain kasabay niya. And you know what it means in the desert, people's people, when you eat with someone, you give your life to him. Sabi niya, makiki, dulog ako sa hapagkainan, ibibigay ko sa iyong aking buhay. Have you received Jesus with this clear understanding of what it means to receive Jesus? What else is a way to be saved by Christ? Believe in Him. In His name. In His personality. In His mission. In the concept and the idea of salvation. Acts 16.31 Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. In other words, you want to be saved, be born again. Allergic yung iba sa mga religious words na ganito, but you cannot escape it. John 3.3 In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Kung di ka ipinapanganak na muli, hindi mo makikita ang kaharian ng Diyos. Ngayon, maraming mga born again, hindi siguro nila alam born again sila. Kasi pag naniwala ka kay Jesus, tinanggap mo siya. Born again ka eh, kahit alaman mo o oh, hindi na nangyari pala yun. Pero kahit naman simba ka ng simba, sa ulo mo lahat yung buong Biblia, hindi mo pa pala ito ginagawa, hindi ka pa born again, attendee ka lang, hindi ka anak ng Diyos. Kaya mahalagang linawin ng ganito mga bagay. Because the old self will not do, it will not be good enough. You need a new spirit, a new heart, a new way of life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. And this is what we often forget. That if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Hindi ka na siya nahuhulog sa mga dati mong kinahuhulugan, 
Hindi mo na dapat pinaggagawa yung mga kasalanan ang dati mong pinaggagawa. Kasi bago ka na eh. At every day, you renew your commitment to the Lord. Kasi every day, may darating uling tukso at marami sa atin, bumibigay uli at nagkakasala. Salamat na lang, 1 John 1.9. God is faithful and just and will forgive our gifts if we confess our sins. Renew yung relasyon natin pagka ating inihingi ng tawad. So what is the challenge of this very basic message? We've got to be born again. We've got to be God-like in spirit. Ang kailangan sa buhay, unang maborn again ka. Pagkatapos, kailan mag-grow ka ng tuloy-tuloy-tuloy-tuloy-tuloy to grow spiritually unto God-likeness. Be God-like in practical terms. When you become already God-like in spiritual way, in a very spiritual way, when you have become born again. And this is the only work of the church. Dalawa lang ang work ng church, mga kapatid. Salvation, to win the lost, and then growth, to edify those who have been found. Tinuturuan ka, at naglilingkod tayo, kasi yun ang gawain ni Kristo, naglilingkod din. Yan ang ginagawa ng tao. Ano ang kahulugan ng review na ito sa atin, mga kapatid? Aming Diyos, salamat sapagkat kayo Diyos na nagpapaalala ng kahulugan ng kaligtasan. Nais namin ngayong Panginoon, reviewin na aming mga sarili. Ligtas nga ba kami? Tinanggap nga ba namin si Jesus bilang Panginoon tagapagligtas na nauunawaan ang mga konseptong ito? Kung ginawa na namin yun, salamat. Subalit kung hindi pa, Panginoon, nawa, pumilos kayo ngayon din. Lord, may you open our hearts, our minds, our spirits, so that those who are not yet sure and those who don't know if they have accepted your Son as Jesus and Lord would do so right now. Make a commitment. Make a covenant with you. At nawa, Panginoon, pagpalain mo ang bawat isa. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, may everyone remain in the spirit of prayer at makinig pa tayo sa mga turo ng Espiritu at namnamin natin ang kahulugan that Jesus is our Savior.